Blog Talk Radio. FT Sports Podcast. Good evening. February 22nd, 2018. C. Davis in the studio. Part of the studio was or is a crafting area as well. Half my room was deboed, if you would. Sewing machines and needles and pants and the stuff everywhere. So I'm in the studio solo tonight. Bielis will join us here shortly, along with A.A. Ron and my man TV coming off some illness. Uh, 646-668-2182 is the number. So we hope to get uh, you on the airways with us as well tonight. Uh, we got a good show lined up for everybody. And um, it's going to be one of those where we're going to have a lot of fun, a lot of comical uh, uh, references, if you would. But we're also going to take a, a, a serious tone with some of the topics that we have. Not too serious because, you know, we, we want to have fun here. Uh, so, again, 646-668-2182 is the number. Our full court press NBA roundtable discussion. Um, All-Star Weekend, the recap. A lot to talk about. Some comments that were made off and on the court. Um, the real LeBron James stood up. And we're going to talk about why he believes the playoffs should remain the same. Of course, we already know why, but we're going to get into that. Uh, the second half of the season kicked off today or started today. Dribbles on down the court. Um, which team are the fellas watching? Which team should you be paying attention to as we head towards the NBA playoffs uh, later on in the month of May? Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that. The rant of the week, Mark Cuban. Um, failure always comes from the top, ladies and gentlemen, and that's just – the bottom line, you can look at a lot of examples in today's society, especially here in the United States. Um, if you need one, you'll definitely get one. But we're going to talk about Mark Cuban. Not just the comments that he made about tanking, but some of the other stuff as well. That's the rant of the week. And then we got some rapid fire topics as well. Of course, you know, we got to make a Detroit Lions reference. So we will make that reference as well. But again, 646-668-2182 is the number. I am joined right now by... Uh, one of many counterparts, B. Ellis. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Christopher. <laughs> Why the, the what whole I'm name? Man. The whole name, Christopher. Who does that? How are you, man? I'm good, fam. How you feeling? I can't complain. It's good to nice hear you on the airways, man. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> good to hear you on the airways tonight. You uh, good, good to be, happy good to be heard. Yeah, man, it's good to be here. We'll we'll get the other two guys. As soon as I see their numbers show up on the board, I will be hitting the button because I don't want to hear anything from them at all tonight. No, nothing. But it's it's unavoidable because we're going to get it. Um, Let's let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. Uh, All-Star Weekend took place. Uh, I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. you were preoccupied this weekend, uh, driving along the state lines, et cetera, getting baby girl back and forth. But mm-hmm. I want to talk about I want to talk about the game first, and then we'll talk about some of the comments that were made around the game, if you would. Was just on with Fred House Sports every Thursday night, seven to nine p.m. before we come on on Blog Talk Radio. Great conversation, great discussion. One of the things that we talked about there tonight was the All Star format that they have, 
It's not the first time that we've seen the whole East and West combination, if you would. We've seen it in the NFL with, uh, I believe it was Team Sanders versus Team Irving. But the NBA made it work. I want to get your thoughts on this. How did you feel about it? I thought the uh, the game was uh, was formatted perfectly. I thought the level of intensity and actual competitive edge is where it needed to be, uh, and it hadn't been uh, for years. Um, I think the NBA is is kind of that one sport where you can get away with that format uh, because you know it, it kind of does bring back uh, just the competitive nature as to I would say the majority of these individuals upbringing i'm pretty sure it started with them just literally playing in the street having a pickup game putting together a team and pretty much trying to stay on the court uh so it kind of had that feel to it i thought it rejuvenated the game and it made it made for it to be the actual watchable product that they put on on the uh on the screen so the game itself was a success uh greatly appreciated the format um, I think it adds to the ratings from now because now we're speculating as to who got picked first, who was the last one to get picked up. That creates stories. That creates hype and energy uh, going forward. So I think they're on to something. And I think ultimately, too, uh, putting a little bit more uh, emphasis on charities and potentially where the money's being directed to in addition to right. uh, them being paid a little bit more with an incentive on that. I think there's just more more need for them to play. Um, I noticed that LeBron picked up his juggernaut team um, and was crazy. <laughs> I thought Steph picked up a lot of the young, up and rising talent. You know that, and we, you know we kind of said they were going to get slaughtered, but I don't know. It, 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 it maintained a competitive edge, and he really showcased a lot of the young guys that are that are really starting to come into their own in the league right now. It seemed like that was the majority of the guys on Steph's team versus LeBron having the, the veterans and kind of the marquee players of the NBA right now. So, so that's, I thought it was, a good, so you, thought it was a good look overall. That's interesting that you took that take. And, and we got TV in the building. Good evening. Good, sir. How are you? Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? Not much, man. Mm-hmm. How you feel? You feel, feeling any yeah. better, man? I'm pretty solid. Heard. So we were talking about the, the format of the of the All-Star game. Before I give my take on it, I wanted to get yours. Um, kind of tee you up a little bit. The NFL tried this format two years in a row, if you would, before this past year, where you had a mixture of players and they kind of just picked around the schoolhouse, pick, uh, pick your team. But it didn't work in the NFL, and I still believe that the physicality, when you take it out of that game, it's not football. It's almost like watching tag or, you know, just flag football with helmets and pads. So I'm, I'm curious of what you thought about the, the NBA because I think it worked. But I'm, I'm curious of what your thoughts are. Um, I thought this past uh, weekend's All Star festivities um, was an interesting one, um, especially the uh, the Sunday night event with uh, Team LeBron versus Team Curry. Um, it was a game or All Star game that you know both teams actually played hard. It was competitive. It wasn't a blowout. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a great idea of just of, of mixing it up, making you know bringing something different to the table to where you know. The two best, two of the best players in the league get a chance to, you know, pick pick the players and and pretty much go from there. I agree. My what's really interesting about it, though, fellas, and I think all three of us can can talk about this because we played 2K. I mean, I don't know if we still currently play it or not, but I know 
we played in the past. And what's so great about it is that the NBA is probably out of all the, the dominant sports is more fan centric, uh, fan centric, if you would, where they care deeply about what the fans want and they give the fans exactly what they are asking for to see and have the discussion to say, Russell throws a lob to LeBron. I think it's kind of cool. And although we may not ever see it, it's still kind of interesting to say, man, if LeBron and KD somehow was on the same damn team, how awesome would that look? Now, again, some people wouldn't like it, but I think it was kind of cool to see those two guys on the same squad for just that minute. The defensive, you know, ending of the game, if you would, was kind of cool. Again, giving back to a charity. I thought that was kind of cool. What's your guys' take on that? Uh, I mean, my take was that, yeah, it was, it was it was nice to see the, you know, there being a a team or kind of, a, you know, a pickup game, like literally like the best players and, you know, uh, having those players on each side of the ball or each side of the, uh, the two fences there and not just being consolidated to the east or the west, considering that the west is just overwhelmingly talented from a team perspective. Um, you know, I, I thought that it was a, a nice, a nice mixture, and then a nice way for people to really be competitive. You know, like guys know that they, they were picked up by who they were picked up by, and there was more motivation to really want to play, play a little bit more of a competitive game. Uh, so I, I think that have, and then kind of putting it back on the peers, so to speak, you know, became the fans vote for those the players of that talent of that magnitude, but then it's more right. so how your peers see you in regards to if they want you on their team or not and where you fall into where you fall into play as far as how good you how good you're viewed from I guess the two most popular guys in the league right now. So I thought it was just a, a good look to kind of have that that level of uh attention to be put on both those teams like that. So 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 T V I I gotta say this because again, you know, I, I feel like I, I feel like your opinion matters on this question here because we've talked about this before, but I want to say it was last year. We've talked about how to improve the all-star game. We didn't even bring this up. So this was kind of cool. We talked more about the Saturday events, the skill competition, the dunk uh, contest, the three-point shootout. Is there anything that they can do to improve Saturday? Because it's, it's, it's gotta be something, right? Because if you can, if you can master that day or that evening, even if it's a day full of events, and capture the fans' attention, the, the, the carryover to that game gives those stars more of an incentive to play harder, maybe defensively, all game, and not just in the fourth quarter. Am I, am I wrong for thinking that? I mean, is there a way that they can improve Saturday? Has to be, right? Um, I, think, I think the way Saturday is set up is, is, is perfectly fine. I mean, I mean, what, I mean, I don't see what else you can do to improve you know, to make the events better when it comes to the skills challenge, the three-point shooting, or even a slam-dunk contest. I mean, Saturday, that's pretty much like, you know, the, the the how can you put it, like the appetizer before the main course, right. which is the, um, which is, which is the Sunday game. So, I don't see what else they, I don't see what else they can possibly do. I, I honestly just, just keep the way it is with the events. I mean, um, you starting to see more people engaged or one to watch, in my opinion, the three point shootout contest instead of the dunk contest, you know. Shooting the three balls shooting the three point three point ball is is, is even cooler than it, than it has been in the past 
you could say maybe 10, 15 years compared to a slam dunk now. So, right, yeah, for sure. Um, I'll de- I'll, if it was me, I'll just keep keep it the way it is. Maybe so, with a slam dunk contest, I would say yeah. probably go back to how you had um, at least eight participants. I mean, four participants in a slam dunk contest. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about. That. I hear, I, I hear, but it's, it, I, I, I feel like the, th- the, the three point competition is good from the standpoint of when I don't see Steph or Clay or I mean Clay was in it this year, but you get to see other guys that maybe you don't see on a on a weekly basis because their team that they play on is garbage, et cetera. You get to see them play, you get to see them participate, so it's kind of good from that standpoint. But from the th- from the dunk contest, it's dunks that guys try to recreate that are just. Like, they just should be left alone. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I get it. The Vince Carter dunk, I understand wearing the Vince Carter jersey. Compared to what Vince did, I guess the first time seeing it, it's just not – it doesn't have the same spunk to me. So, here's an idea. We talked about it last year, so I'll bring it up again. And I want to get you, both of you guys to, to, to comment on it. During the summer, they have a competition where they have guys that are dunking. And, honestly, they dunk far better than – pros themselves why not have a guy or a pro sponsor one of these guys they take it to a national stage or they can be anywhere it doesn't have to be on that court but actually see some spectacular dunks if you watch some of these competitions during the summer there's dunks that you just have never seen before and it's not jumping off trampolines that i'm talking about it's like this guy's jumping over real people real props and they get it done and it's actually pretty entertaining what about that what if they sponsor one of those guys and pick the charity or something of that nature or maybe help the guy get to college or pay through college i don't know something of that magnitude would that magnify the day if the dunk contest could be improved um i think that would, that could be a start but you would um have to ask the question as far as liability of the other participants, you know, is the NBA going to take that liability? Um, if something would happen to one of these participants during the slam dunk contest, right? I yeah, mean, I you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got you to gotta look at the overall picture. I mean, it's it's a great idea. It'll definitely um, bring in you know more people as far as watching the slam dunk contest. But again, you have to look at it as far as you know liabilities, uh, contracts, negotiations. Yeah, um, you know it's 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 going it's a bit it's it's bigger than what than than we can imagine. Fair enough. I again, didn't think about that want, part because again yeah. I don't because again I don't want to because I'm not gonna lie that, that whole the Vince Carter dunk. I mean even when Vince Carter first did it, I didn't think it was that impressive. You know, sure. so I don't know, man. I'm, that's one thing about the dunk contest where you feel like the creative creativity is starting to really become limited now because there's only so many times a person can put their arm in the rim. There's only so many times a person can do a 360 or supposedly jump on the free throw line, but most of the time these people, these these players are jumping on the actual free throw line. So, you know, and then also the whole throwback jersey, which I think is kind of neat because you're paying homage to, to you know, to, to the old school guys. Sure, I, I respect sure. that a lot. But, uh, yeah, at, at, at some point, man, it's like either – what you suggest would be a good idea, but again, you you gotta you gotta look at the negotiations and the metrics, yep, and liabilities. And also, I would just add on, if you do that instead of four, just have eight participants. Okay, 
Take it back. I, I, take I, it back to eight hundred. Yeah. To, I'm, I'm with that. To, to, to add to that too, though, I think uh, I don't know if necessarily the creativity is is you know necessarily gone or dried up because I've seen Zach Levine, I've seen Aaron. We got the gentleman's last name, the gentleman from the Magic. What's his name? Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. I mean, those are some dunks I haven't seen, and that happened as recent as, what, one or two years ago. I think, for me, my issue that I have is that a lot of the talent in the league is is turning down this showcase, and it's supposed to be a marquee showcase for your NBA's top talent and top, you know, dunkers. And to this day, we have guys that refuse to even give you one showcase. Um, So I think you go again, just the the level of seriousness that they took to make Sunday's showcase uh, more improved. I think the players have to take it upon themselves to improve upon the showcase on Saturday as well. So wait, so wait, 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 wait. So you bringing up marquee guys. So are you saying, are you one of those guys like LeBron get, get in a dunk contest? Because I'm totally against it. I'm, I'm totally for it. Now, I'm not saying that now that he's 15 years removed, but you know, when he was at his most most athletic peak, he, he refused to do a dunk contest. I, I don't know why that was the case. You were one of the most profound dunkers in the game. And I say that to say that you have some of your some of your, your marquee players and faces that are not necessarily looking to participate. You know, and so once again, I think right there that limits the pool, that limits the your creativity and that limits the buzz uh, because like, and sometimes it's good because there is some other guys that are just equally as athletic that need a chance to shine. And, and like I said, I wouldn't know who Zach Levine was unless he was in the dunk, dunk contest. I wouldn't know who Gerald Green was unless he was in the dunk contest. I wouldn't know who Aaron Gordon was unless he was in the dunk contest. So, you know, there is some guys there, but I think once again, they have to step up and actually participate. And I think that's what's happening. Then sometimes, like you said, when you want to say, are you work? Is it more so the ratings or the level of excitement? A lot of times, the excitement will come when you actually put a, a face that people are familiar with. Just like you said, the three point contest; those are faces that you recognize. And now the three point, the three point shot has been more revamped. It's it's something that's requiring you to have a certain skill set to be able to even participate in, and we want to see that. So I don't think it's an issue with the formatting. I think it is an issue with the players themselves taking a little bit more or put a little bit more effort in and want to get out there and showcase the talent that they have and, and not I, take a step back and say, no, I'm, I'm just going to decline doing it. I, 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 hear, I, hear, I, still I still think it's lack of creativity, man, because you said that Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine put on the show, but that was like the first in how long? So you mean to tell me I'm only going to get new dunks once every five, right. six, seven years? That's, that's, that's right. not good at all. So to me, that's showing, to me, that still demonstrates lack of creativity. Um, and I was and I was and I was gonna, I was going to say as far as like you know not you know I've heard of these players before the dunk contest like Zach Levine I mean he played at UCLA Aaron Gordon played at Arizona so mm-hmm. some of these guys I'm I'm familiar with, I've seen them in college and then with the situation with LeBron and James people have to understand there's a difference between a creative dunker and an in-game dunker like LeBron James is the guy where in the game he he, he just does things in the game at that moment but a guy like a Steve Francis or even a Vince Carter, there's there was some there's creativity because right. it, it, I don't know it's 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 just it's just different with those type of dunkers or even like 
Sean Kidd was creative, but he just had heck of a heck one heck of a you know he had a mind of athleticism, the same with Larry Johnson. So to me, I don't really even LeBron, even let's just say we go back eight years ago. I still don't see. I, I still want wanted to see LeBron James in a slam dunk contest because deep down I know he's not going to do something creative. Again, he's more of a power in game dunker. To me, when I watch a slam dunk contest, I want to see something that hasn't been done, that's not done in games, you know? And TV, I agree with you wholeheartedly with that. And and it's funny that you bring up Steve Francis and, and Vince Carter because in comparison to some of the other guys that we've seen, the one, the type of player that I think about, street ball type of mentality. Those guys had that street ball mentality. Steve Francis, everything that he would do on the court, the creativity he had was remarkable. Mm-hmm. He brought an element to the game, just like Stephon Marbury. You know, again, uh, Allen Iverson. I'm thinking of guys that just have that street ball mentality. Steve Francis lights out in a dunk contest. Um, Vince Carter, you may not like those dunks, but again, lights out in a dunk contest, street ball mentality. Some of the things that some of these guys would do in game and in the contest itself yields to that example or that, that idea that I have, because if you get a guy like that in a dunk contest, no ties to the NBA whatsoever, a guy, maybe you have sponsored from the NBA, like a LeBron James to say, Hey, I'm going to sponsor this kid, $20,000 to a charity or $20,000 to him for a scholarship to college or through college or whatever the case may be. And watch them dunk because they have creativity, street ball mentality. I feel like that's got to be in, that's got to be in there somehow. The three point competition, I'm right with you, TV, is is amazing. I, I enjoy that one better because we get to see players that we don't get to see at a marquee uh, marquee matchups, Phoenix, Dallas, you know, all these other scrub teams. But the dunk contest, I feel like you you got to resurrect that somehow, some way. And if you don't, it's almost like soiling the product. I, just just a little bit on Saturday. I, I just I, if you add more to it, I feel like you might get more out of fans heading into Sunday, and that will give players more of an incentive to say, "Well, we are the nightcap. We got We got to bring it. And if we don't, we're disappointing the fans." I mean, where does that same level of energy come from Saturday, though? As far as that exact that exact line you just said, if we don't bring it, we're disappointing the fans. Like, why do they get a pass on Saturday? No, I'm not saying that they get a pass on Saturday. What I'm saying is, I, honestly, I don't need to see LeBron James in the dunk contest. I'm good on seeing LeBron James on the dunk but contest. I hear what you're saying, Every though, night, my, he's giving only, us a – he's doing something. I would, only, I would only challenge you to say that the NBA – I mean, the whole weekend is centered around showcasing your most talented and prominent athletes in the NBA. So why are you going outside of that pool to bring in – pretty much bring in, a, you know – outside guys when you know you would think that there's a enough talent across this NBA for them to be able to showcase you know put together a creative event and, and take it a little bit more serious like why wouldn't that fall on fall on the responsibility of the players because this was an argument that UNTV got into about mm-hmm. three weeks ago about fans and how TV said fans, the viewership is down. You said the viewership is up. And the NBA, NBA, just like any other league, cares about what? Money. So, again, if you want to bring in revenue and generate something different and, and bring it at more, they have more viewers at this NBA All-Star game than any other All-Star game simply because they changed the format. 
people was interested in the format change more so than anything else. So again, Saturday, if you just say the dunk contest is going to be this and you hype this up as a, as a live event and you're showing commercials of all these guys that used to do A, B, and C on the amateur level and their sponsor and charity events, NBA Cares, they love doing that and they just did a charity event for the All-Star Game now, you're talking about something different. And I, I feel like that that would hit. I feel like it would stick harder than, than what they got going on right now. But I agree with you. I hear you. No, I hear you on that. I guess my only argument is the are you ready to strip away the aspect of it being strictly a showcase of NBA talent? And that's a legitimate question that you have to ask. I mean, we get you got the celebrity game, so, I mean, it, to to a capacity, we, we get that that is possible to move into that that thought process to generate more money and to generate maybe additional viewership. I guess I'm just of the mindset, you know, you've had, it's been in the past, it was, it was up to the players to make it an exciting and memorable weekend. And, you know, I still think that's capable. I just think the players are, are giving, get their, they're, they're getting the pass every year and they're, they're lazy and they're not taking it serious. And they, it was to a point where they were doing that for an entire weekend. And that's where they really got exposed because you would have downs like Saturday would be boring. And then even on Sunday, Sundays got boring too. And now they really had to address the issue. I, I think, in my opinion, that same energy they put forth on Sunday should be should be a, a focus for them on Saturday too. But but I hear what you're saying. I hear you. No, I hear you. I think it's a, it's a valid argument across the board. It's a valid argument across the board. I, I, I hear you. 646-668-2182 is the number. Um, let's get a caller in here. I haven't seen this number in a long time. Um, and he was sitting there texting me. I'm like, man, you want you ain't been around in I don't know, God knows how long, and you just can't just be popping up whenever you feel like it, Mr. Christopher Gandhi. Man, I'm over here screaming in the phone. <laughs> oh <laughs> boy, the phone. you gotta start, Chris. You gotta start screaming like, the phone calls, man. <laughs> Get me on this line, man. Cause, What's cause, up, man? Ellis over, Ellis over here sounding like. Giving these ranch responses. Oh, God. I, I need Ellis to wake up. Yeah, I'm on the go. podcast. Here we go. Here we go. So Here we go. Number one. Uh, yeah. Number one. The dunk contest. These are human beings, man. There's a thing called evolution. <laughs> TV. I don't know about you, but I don't know if you can touch backboard. But it's really hard to come up with something creative and jump another foot higher. And in the next 50 years, this is really going to be hard for the human being, the black athlete, to jump much higher over the rim to show you something more. All right? Let's just be real. The reason why these things aren't great, and the Vince Carter dunk contest was great, and the Levine and Gordon dunk contest was great, was because these cats was making dunks on the first attempt. Nowadays, a lot of these guys, when you get on these big stages, you're talking about bringing these street players out here that play at the Rucker in front of a – 50 fans, 1,000 fans, 1,200 stadiums that are dropping at least $1,000 for the dunk contest. We're talking about the lights, the brightest of all lights of a dunk contest. So if you think you're just going to drag street ballers off off the court and come in and then compete against the top guys in the NBA, I think you guys are sadly underestimating how good and how great these athletes are. The second thing, TV, before you go. Hold up, 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 hold up. You're not about to just get away with saying that the hoopla, first of all. Second of all, 
these amateurs the that you're talking about, these, these amateurs that you're talking about, they, they can't dunk uh, or they, you know, the brightest lights and all this other stuff, they are on competitions and they don't use props. They don't use anything. They do the same type of, they have the same ability as these pros do. They make it on the first attempt, Mr. Gandhi. And most importantly, they're creative, more creative than the so-called and, and, pros. And this was my response. My this was going to be my response. My yeah, you can wait. This is going to be my response to that because I knew that was the next comment out your mouth. We're not playing checkers. We're playing chess out here. The, these people are literally doing that for a living. NBA players have gotten spoiled, which speaks to what Ellis has said. These cats is making millions of dollars off of learning how to shoot three-pointers. Let's talk about it. Back in the day when we all who black people can't shoot. Black people are some of the best shooters in the NBA right now. Used to used to always just look at you had a white boy in the corner to knock down a three. That's how it was growing up. But now everybody can shoot. Everybody's making their money off of threes, step back, Steph Curry not showing up in the three-point contest. These cats are going to L.A. for the weekend to party. They're not thinking about this weekend, and that's sad. But how to re- revamp it, I don't know how you do it. I think the, the, the charity component, it works. They did it this year. But I, I don't know if you can just start saying, hey, the winning player gets a million dollars on the team. If you start throwing big cash at cats, maybe people, maybe people take it more serious. All right, TV, jump in there real fast. Cause I, yeah, <laughs> because, because, yeah, because clearly uh, this guy this guy's talking out of the side of his neck. Please don't ever say that black people couldn't shoot because that's completely asinine. Um, you, I recommend a documentary called Black Magic. Um, hopefully you can find it. But once you watch that, you'll realize black people have been able to shoot for damn near since the, since the game of basketball was invented. Now, second, you say that what you, what, you, what you mentioned, uh, it, it's hard. And that the reason why Aaron and um, who's, uh, Zach Levine did good and they're done because they made 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 their first, you know, made their first dunk attempts. Make Best dunk contest of all time. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of them. Okay, it's one of them. But, again, um, making your first dunk attempt and being creative is, again, it's totally two totally different things. Again, I don't want to see another Vince Carter – arm in the rim. I don't want to see you know, another uh, Cedric Sabalas blindfold. I don't want to see that. I want to see creativity. This is what it's all about. I believe somebody mentioned this before you called in. All-Star Weekend is showcasing the, the, the 22 best players, but also their creativity. And that's what's lacking in the slam dunk contest. Again, Aaron Le- uh, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon put on a great show what, a year a year ago or so. But again, if I'm only getting that once every six, seven, eight years, then to me, that's not saying a lot, and that's showing lack of creativity. I get it; these guys uh, are on, you know, are, are you know constantly on, you know, traveling, playing forty games at home, forty games, you know, forty two games at home, forty two games, or whatever the count may be. I believe it's forty or whatever, forty one, forty one. So. I don't want to hear that. That's that's in their contract. That's what they're supposed to be doing. So if you're going to be if you're going to participate in the slam dunk contest, I want to see creativity. If you can't give me that, then let's look at some alternatives to where the dunk contest can once again be the highlight of a, of Saturday night. Highlight Saturday nights now come All Star Weekend, and you guys can debate debate all this, you know, all you want. It's three point contest. Truth be told, if it wasn't for uh, Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon, hell. Uh, 
the, the challenge would probably be uh, <laughs> the second best thing Saturday night right. followed by the yeah, dance contest. Exactly. I'm just saying. Exactly. So let's, let's 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 not kid let's not kid ourselves here. So again, let's look at the street ballers that has more creativity than some of these NBA players. We, last our, you know, we're not that old, we're not that young fellas to where I remember and one where guys were doing stuff, you know, that was just ridiculous. So exactly. again, let's look let's look at let's let's consider or let's hope hopefully they consider options where. You know, some of the best players in the NBA say, well, look, let's bring, I'm going to bring in this guy, you know, work out the contract details. I'll sponsor him, and let's go on the show. Let's go. Again, we, got a, we, got, we have a celebrity game on Friday. I mean, most of the players on the celebrity team aren't in the NBA, but for some odd reason, they're, they're in there, right? So, yeah, we're going to bring outside. So, so, hold on, hold on. So, we're going to bring outside. The G League. We're going to bring Because I, I okay. just don't see Hold on, hold on. Let me, finish. Let me make my point. Let me make my point. Let me make my point, Danny. If you're gonna let me make my point. If you're gonna bring in outsiders for a celebrity game, let's bring in outsiders for a slam dunk contest. Yeah. It's two, I, two I, different things though. Two different things. How's that two I, different I things? How's that two I'm, different I'm, things? I mean, a celebrity game is exactly that. A celebrity game. Now uh, your dunk contest. But you bring in outsiders. Can you you gonna let me talk? I mean that's I mean, literally, ooh, literally I hope, I hope ooh, literally hopefully making a valid literally point. Literally a team. It's literally meant for that to be a little like uh, uh, pretty much you to pass time, and it's pretty much your opening night while people are still following in for the weekend. That's what that celebrity game is. Now, bring an outsider Your dunk contest is literally supposed to be from the people that are the most athletic people in the world that are in the NBA that's from that fraternity, which is the NBA. Like, why don't we hold the players more accountable to step up and actually put on a show? Just like they stepped up Sunday and actually played a basketball game, I I think that's two different things. Like, wait, their accountability. I disagree with that. It's not. It's not. It's not two different things. Again, a celebrity game. You're bringing in outsiders. Everybody on a celebrity that's team is not part of the NBA. No, I mean, but that's what it is, though. What do you mean that's how it is? That's how it is. You mean telling people that's on a celebrity team? Everybody on a celebrity team is playing in the NBA? No, you bringing in outsiders for entertainment. So do the same for the slam dunk contest. It's, I mean, it's your lot, cele- right? Your celebrities if you bring are literally. If you're bringing an outsider for a celebrity game for a team for, for the for that part portion of the All Star Weekend, you may as well consider bringing an outsiders for the slam dunk contest. But that that event has always been literally for that type of uh, that's that's the name of the and, event. And, sun, and Sunday's so event and Sunday's event has always been Sunday's event has always been. And Sunday's event has always been East and West traditionally until this past Sunday. So tradition is meant to be broken, is it not? Yeah, I'm fine with yeah, being tradition. You're I'm fine with tradition being broken, Stevie. I, I, I do have a problem with you not utilizing yeah. the NBA talent for an NBA event. Like, that's all and, I'm saying. And why I'm do like, I have to agree with Brandon on this? Ellis, Ellis is right. Because he's wrong. Because you, you, you guys don't no, know what no, no. talking about. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. First of all, I hear both sides. And I agree to a certain extent, but what TV is saying is if you're bringing in outside individuals for a celebrity game, then how come you just can't modify the dunk contest? The dunk contest doesn't have to have exactly NBA stars in that game. They don't have to do that. They really don't have to. They choose to do that. There may be a tradition to do it, but traditions are made to change. You can change stuff up, and you can do it all the time. Didn't we just change them on Sunday? We just did. We did, and we did same thing. In, in, in NHL, once upon a time, did not have a skills challenge, ladies and gentlemen. For those who don't watch hockey, they never had it. They brought it last year. 
You're missing the Again, point, Chris. No, the it's point not the point. It's not the point. It's pro athlete. It's not the. It's not, I'm not missing the point. The point is, Ellis. Why, once why upon a time, the field's pool of pro. Okay, so let me ask you. So let me ask you this then. And I love the NBA wow. season because this is what we always yelling at each other. But again, the skills challenge never had centers, power forwards in it historically. They changed it. They got into the game. Now you could say players changed and they got in. They got more in tune. They became more athletic to participate in that event. But historically, it was always guards. That participated. Who cares in. though, Chris? Are they, are they still forwards. utilizing NBA players? They're, in a, they're NBA players, exactly. Okay, okay. so okay, so are again, so what we're players? saying is, so what so we're saying of, is, if you, game, then, so then get rid of, so either get rid of the celebrity game or move the dunk sure. contest to a different day sure. and just don't have NBA players participate. They don't bring their sure. A game anymore. It's garbage. That's the point. Like you need to hold the players accountable. The players need to hold each other accountable for their product that they're putting out. So they Ellis, what we're saying outside. is they should not have to go outside of their fraternity of pro basketball players that are the most skilled players in the world. They should not have to step outside of that. They should take their okay. skill and they should take the whole weekend a little bit more serious, in my okay. opinion. Okay, and again, there's no disagreement to players taking it serious. There's no one disagrees with that notion. What we're saying, and I'm glad TV's on my side. I'm, what we're simply saying is. We've given you multiple times in a larger platform. We've changed up the style of dunks that you can do from old school to new school to using props to not using props. We've added so many things in these players' A game. Simple as that. We still glorify Blake Griffin for jumping over half a hood on a Kia. That's what we still glorify today. That Man, wasn't even TV. that wasn't even that damn spectacular. This ain't TV talking, clown. If you're going to participate, y'all are here complaining about athleticism and creativity. Gandhi, Gandhy, the dunk contest is not entertaining. So give me an alternate solution to the dunk contest. Either remove the stars, the NBA players from it, and give these young cats an opportunity. And again, you're showing another aspect of basketball. We're celebrating basketball. And demand. If, if that is the most expensive ticket, still all-star weekend, you guys are clearly wrong. Every year, the nosebleed seats to sit at the dunk contest, the three-point contest, on Saturday is over $1,000. Obviously, people still want to see it because the ticket prices wouldn't be 5 6 X, 10X in some cases versus the Sunday game. Anybody can get tickets to the game on Sunday. Come on, man. But Saturdays and Venice inclusive for those events, though. So, again, I don't care about the price of a ticket. What I care about is if you're going to have a dunk contest, I want to see creativity. If the product isn't, isn't worth a damn, then, yes, I have every right as a fan to complain. We complain when it, when it lacked creativity back when, like, what, two, was it, like 2001, 2002? And actually, at one point, the same dunk contest was actually gone at one point. Y'all remember that? The slam dunk contest was gone for a couple of years, and now it's back. So yeah, that's the point. I'm, that's the point I'm making. So I'm with you, TV. Take it away. Either so you, you hold say, so the guys saying, so you're saying, NBA so accountable. You're saying take, so you say take Either it away. You hold the guys NBA accountable, or you take it away. I don't. I don't think you go outside of your own fraternity because you got too much talent up and down that NBA to sit there and say let's bring in some guys off the street for for our weekend. I think dudes need to take it serious, or you remove it. But I, I, so I, I think a, you so it's, a, it's a problem. Give that it's platform a pro- to somebody so, else. And what I'm saying I is, 
I'm, what I'm saying is don't just bring them in complete. Just have a couple players say, look, man, I'll sponsor this guy. Because right. at the end of the day, it's still a player's league, right? So maybe, truth be told, maybe some players are like, well, look, man, it's, you got guys out here playing in these, you know, street, not, you know, not just, how can I put it? You got guys that's playing in some of the best street ball in, you know, New York, uh, Harlem, the Bronx, whatever. If the NBA players feel like, okay, let's let's just check, let's just try this out. Let's 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 have a pilot here. Let's do a pilot test, right? For maybe a year and a half or so to where LeBron James sponsored this guy, Stephen Curry sponsored this guy, this guy from the Bay Area, Ben Simmons sponsored this guy from Philly. Let, that's all I'm saying is let's let's you know hopefully let's have a let's let's have a test pilot, and then if it doesn't work, then you know what? I agree, Ellis. Then let's just do away to dunk contest. And make and again make the three point shooting contest the the main attraction for Saturday. All I can say that two TV is we don't necessarily know the ins and outs either as far as what the guidelines and and guidelines are to be able to bring in outside cats. That's, and that's a good you know point. You know what I'm saying? Because there, there potentially may be, and that's how I'm looking at it. I'm like, there, I, I'm in my opinion, and I, I could be completely wrong. This whole weekend is meant to, like you said, honor and recognize you know dudes that are associated with the fraternity of the NBA. So Man. you know there could, there could be some guide laws and some by, some some laws in place that saying that that's what's supposed to be and that we're not necessarily taking a liability sure. aspect sure. and bringing people in that are not not affiliated with this fraternity. And well, because as we all know, as we all know, you you go back legends and legends and legends and decades and decades and decades of dudes that are associated with that fraternity. They're all there for that weekend. So you know you do, you're throwing right. that word you're throwing that word out there a lot. And I you know you you guys are a member of a fraternity, so I understand it and I respect it. But I really do feel like you pull it from that heartstring versus actually what this is all about. It's about the fans that follow the product, that enjoy the product. It's about celebrating basketball, that. not celebrating that, the basketball say. players currently. It is celebrating basketball because they pay homage to the old school heads at the celebrity game. They play homage every to the sport. old school heads every contest. Every sport says that, Chris. Unless we know the bylaws as to what's happening with these particular brands, because it's bigger, like you said, it's bigger than the team or the players, the shield. In this situation, Brand. the NBA as a whole, you know what I'm saying? And that's where I'm coming from, from the fraternity. It's dudes that are literally associated with this. So we don't know hey. if they can literally go and bring in cats off the street and put them on the NBA stage at its highest level. We don't know that. If that's they had that, they had that what about, what about, now what about out there today? Well, yeah, that was that was this Travis. That was a travesty to the NBA game. This yeah, dude he, had a bullhorn. He's not one of my favorites. He had a bullhorn. I'm horn. not gonna lie. What no, about DJ Khaled? Now, what about G? What about what, now? What about G League players? I mean, you know, uh, or D League players. That is, I'm sorry. What about D League players? Would you guys be open to that? D League. I mean, they're they're associated with the NBA. I mean, they want to go there from a political standpoint, right? Okay. Let me get Doug Anderson in the dunk contest. What was that, Gandy? I said I just need to get Doug Anderson in the dunk contest. You know, he won the college basketball dunk contest a few years ago. I mean, he's one of the best dunkers. All you got to do is put him on the G League team and then put him on a 15-day roster. Sneak him up into the dunk contest. Look, Adam Silver better get him on a 10 day contract. Look, they better start wrapping these things up, man. Again, it's just, it's just a, you know, again, I think what people need to understand is not us yelling and screaming. It's not about us disagreeing with the notion of it as much as it is we want to see it improve. Can we agree to that? 
can we agree that the skills competition yes. once upon a time yes. was was the least of our concern now the skills competition yes. is probably to tv's point the second best event of the entire weekend of the entire weekend but, next well, to the three point competition mean, to, to what you just said though, chris i i agree with you on the flip side of that just like these dudes took the game on sunday more serious and they came together as nba pro athletes and said let's put a better product out there I would think it would start with them on Saturday too to say let's put our best product out Last. here. LeBron, you, LeBron, you can't keep dodging these dunk contests. You know, <laughs> and go, LeBron don't need to go be LeBron. Step up, he's done. Step he up there and at least get one out there. Listen, last question, and then, and then we'll move on because we got a, a, a crap load, a load of callers to to get to and other topics. But what if the players banded together and said, you know what, these young cats can get it done. Let's let's let us do this. Let us figure out how to get them to participate to give these guys a show and we'll sponsor what if the players came out and said that would you then well, have that same attitude like well it's the fraternity they should keep it in the band and NBA players and blah 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 <laughs> do you then feel that way or do you be like you know what they say they, they, they honestly want to give us a product <laughs> I still I still feel that way Chris and like I said unless you know what the rules so you're going to be upset so, no that would actually participate that wasn't the question if they come if they come to a point where they say that they can do that and that's what happens, then fine. Let these players give them a scapegoat. Let them continue to be lazy and sit on their ass for the weekend instead okay. of actually actively participating in their own product. But that's fine. Okay. Let them do it. Okay. All right. So you are against anything that is not the players that do it. I, I, I'm strongly against the – Anybody that does it, that's not the players. The greatest athletes. The greatest athletes in the world not even participating in their own sport. That makes no sense to me. Well, Ellis, I hate to bring it to your attention, but year after year after year, summer events take place, and some of these young cats are dunking far better than the pros are currently. Flat out, bottom line, there's no dispute. Street ball players, mindset is different than NBA players. We want to see a dunk contest, then you need to bring the well, street Chris, ball element to the separate, competition. No, you don't, because that's why you have separate dunk contests where they can go ahead and display their skills in those dunk contests. So a fact that they even have that in the summer, I think the, and the TNT or some of the guys from the NBA actually have a show for that. So that's yes, where they I'm do. coming from. They, they have that realm. They have that. Once again, for NBA weekend, hold these NBA pro athletes accountable that are being voted in and are supposed to be – the most elite players in their own group, their own fraternity, and have them highlight their skills. And it should be an Fair NBA. Enough. Can I ask the last question? Fair enough, my G. I hear you. Um, can we all record on our video phones which one of y'all can actually <laughs> touch rim at 32? Because half y'all can't touch the rim no more. So I would Gaddy. love to see y'all touch the rim. Sure, well, Andy. Bust your bubble. Bust your bubble, man. I can actually grab the rim, so it'll be nothing for me, but you're more than welcome to bring your phone. <laughs> if you want, man, we can put some, hey, if you want if you want, we can put a gentleman's bed on it, you know. Look, so I that I way, stay with that the way I'm married you even more. Man. You just let me know. You just come up river, boy. <laughs> oh, he called me boy. He called you boy. <laughs> he called you boy on the airways. Oh, man. <laughs> Damn. On the oh, airway. Call me boy. Right. Man. Boy. Chris Gandy, it was a pleasure to hear your voice, my G. It was a David starts to calls, man. I'm going to go. He's sexy. He was yelling at me, like, give me on the airways. Give me on the airways. Like, you ain't been, no, man, we ain't heard from you in months. 
And all of a sudden, you just six four six 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 eight two one eight two is the number. We do have other callers. We want to get them in. Um, I got to ask this question real fast before we get other people in here because Ellis, since you want to take the traditional list side so bad, LeBron James <laughs> is against everything that is not traditional. He just flat out said that. The the NBA playoff structure should just remain the same. It's always been that way, and he brought up history, the fraternity, as you would say. So are you on his side then? Since we can't touch the dunk contest, we shouldn't touch the NBA playoffs. Goodness knows it's traditional that it's East versus West in the finals. God forbid if you mix them all up and get the top 16 teams and actually do it the right way. What's your take on that? Um, my take on that is that there is literally just a, a, a imbalance right now in talent across the NBA. Um, the structure itself has been fine. I still say it would remain to be something that you would want to consider to keep in place. I'll say this like this because what do you where do you come from when you have like Western Conference champions, Eastern Conference champions? Like, do you do away with that? You know, in the process of you starting to eliminate that particular that structure like do you, i mean how what how do you how do you how are do you, you on the front side in there? are you on no, the front side a, i'm i'm legitimately posing a question those are things i think about it's not about being on sides it's just things i think about when you say let's change up the format because I honestly think, speaking they need to they need to shake something up it's it's, okay. it's an imbalance right now and it's 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 top heavy and and when I say top heavy, I'm not going to say top heavy. It's the majority of talent is out west. Okay. And I get it. Maybe it's because of these larger markets. A lot of the larger markets are out west. I can't even say that, though. You got your you got your East Coast teams, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's hard to say, Chris, to be honest with you. I, but I, I do look at it from a traditional standpoint, having champions and conference champions. I feel like you will be doing away with that if you change that format up. And I don't know if that's something you want to, if you want to necessarily do without giving a strong thought to it. Okay. Fair, fair, fair enough. I feel like you still are like, don't touch it. It's a fraternity thing. You wouldn't understand. I get it. I, bro, I, uh, I, 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 I not want to that come out. It's <laughs> okay. You still hold on, but it's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm holding on to that because you just, just so anti change dunk contest. Just don't touch the dunk contest. I like my garbage show. No, don't touch I, it. I should, I'm, once yep. again, I'm saying the same thing. Like, we, players need to, on, step it, they need to step their game up. I hear you. TV. We talked about the format before. We actually talked about this before it actually became a national story. I don't want to say even last year. LeBron James comes out and he says, don't touch the playoff. It's obvious LeBron James doesn't want the playoffs touched, right? I mean, he's been in the finals seven straight damn years. So, yeah, don't don't mess with it, right? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. That's, 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 a, um, that's a tricky one because on one hand, uh, you get a chance to see uh, possibly a, a 16 seed upset a number one seed, and you may you may find your, you may find yourself as a fan watching the NBA Finals game with the Raptors versus let's just say the Utah Jazz because now you're, you're changing the format. So do, is that something you'll be interested in? Is that something you want to happen? In my opinion, I think you should just keep it the way it is, man. Um, because at some point you got to, at some point a team's going to value, and I think Ellis made a point, you know, as far as you know, uh, the conference or division champ, 
you know, are these are these things going to be valued if you decide to go in that, if you decide to change the format for the NBA postseason? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Let me. Honest, okay. Honestly, honestly, I think I think you keep it the way it is. I don't think it's I don't think it's, I don't think it's LeBron just being afraid of having to, you know, have have a difficult time to go to the NBA finals. I mean, being you know going to seven or eight straight NBA finals. I mean. That's that's never easy. I don't I don't care who you are. I mean, a lot of players can't say a lot of a lot of the fifty greatest players can can never say they went to seven straight NBA sure. finals. So, um, sure. I I'll never take that away from LeBron. But that's just my thoughts on it. Okay, so let me let me just throw this out here and yes and no's in regards to whether or not you would sponsor this type of event in the NFL. I believe I want to say in the NBA as well. The names of the Eastern Conference and Western Conference champions. There's actually a name to that title itself if i'm not mistaken i don't know the names of it for the eastern conference uh for uh the nba or the western conference the nba but i do know the nfls so if you get all 16 teams in you're not getting rid of divisions you're not getting rid of conferences i understand that division leaders automatically get the top seats and then afterwards anyone else that falls or qualifies in, in regards to winning records would then fall underneath them they those teams will obviously get home court advantage and everyone else will be on the road for the seven game series. But afterwards, if you say one bracket champion, another bracket champion, you get rid of, get rid of Eastern conference and Western conference only in regards to the playoffs. Don't you just name the name of that trophy? Like, I mean, if you want to call it the Oscar Robinson, you know, championship trophy and the other side, you got the magic Johnson trophy, something of that nature. I don't know. It doesn't have to be those names. But it's not – it's giving homage to those who have contributed more to the game, and the change is to continue the legacy that is the NBA and restoring the greatness that is the playoffs. The Eastern Conference is garbage. We already know who's coming out of the Eastern Conference. No matter how good Toronto sits right now, we all know Toronto's not going to the finals. We already know that. So, again, if we know LeBron James is pretty much a shoe in because he's LeBron James, then why not change this format up – and let's see the two best teams in the NBA overall play it out, which is Golden State, potentially Houston. And then to TV's point, you see an upset. You see a Denver potentially upsetting Cleveland in the first round. You're not getting rid of divisions, but you're actually rewarding teams for winning their division. And then on the other side of the brackets, you just name the conference champions or you just name the championship that they would have before they go to the finals. What if they did it that way? I mean, I have to ask you this: You have two teams come out the West to represent your championship. Who who who's the Eastern Conference champion? It's not. I think it's not about West and East when it comes to the playoffs. That's what they're trying to get. That's what they're alluding to, getting away from that and just saying, you know what? Damn, where you're at. Let's just get the best teams on the on the in, in the brackets and let's have it out. Let's duke it out. He's talking about. I think Chris. I think to Chris's point, he's just basically asking, you know, taking the sixteen best teams in the NBA and just battle it out from there. Yeah. Yeah, I, because, I hear you. I, because again, you Houston, the- Houston, or San Antonio, or OKC, or even Minnesota as a wild card, we can all say right now. In that order, going down to up, Minnesota, San Antonio, Golden State, all I mean, whatever order you want, we can say that the champion this year should come out of the West. The two best teams are in the Western Conference right now. Why shouldn't they be playing for the championship? Because they're in the West? Or 
just change it up to give everybody that advantage. Hey, if you think you if you, Cleveland, if you think you bad, go to San Antonio and beat them in a seven game series. Let's go. This is I, I, this, this, go, go ahead, ahead. Alice. Go ahead. No, I was no, going to no, say. Go ahead, go ahead, TV. Most of bro. Appreciate it. I was going to say, well, right now you have that, and that's called the NBA playoffs right now, where six of the best teams from Houston Conference, Western Conference, you know, go through the gauntlet as you know to be one, you know, one or two remaining teams to play for the NBA championship. I mean. You're saying change the format and then name the Eastern Conference Championship after a great player and the same on the West. But it, to me, if, if we're changing the format, that would kind of be irrelevant because then you're going to run into the possibility of having two Western teams playing for the championship. So, I, I, again, it's, it's ways to look at it. But for me, I don't think the format should be messed with. You know, I mean, it's not LeBron's fault that – that he, you know, that he's pretty much going to be a shoe-in for the NBA Finals. That just means to other teams in the Eastern Conference needs to, needs to get their you-know-what together from a management standpoint, you know. Just like on the West, I mean, you can count, you know, you either got Oakland, I mean, um, yeah, uh, the Golden State Warriors, Houston, OKC, and maybe, and maybe San Antonio. But, I mean, again, keep it the way it is. Okay. I will say okay. this, though, uh, yeah, to respond – and. The East is still is still sad, but the, <laughs> the talent, way you said it sounds sad. No, it, I'll say this though: the the talent is <laughs> it is improved. When I look at the standings right now, if the playoffs was to start today, every team in the playoffs, the eight teams out the East and eight out the West would have a winning record. That's really all I'm asking for. You know, I am tired of seeing mm-hmm. five teams out the Eastern Conference with losing records in the playoffs. That's that's trash, in my True. opinion. That's and, but that's not happening this year. So from that, based on if we were to change to the, the top sixteen teams, there would be two teams left, you know, kind of left out looking, and they would both be out west. The West has ten teams that has has winning records right now. The East has exactly eight. And you know what? Happens? You get to it. It makes sense. And you know what happens? I know Chris. Go ahead and make the point, and I'll be quick. I'll be quick about it. And then you're going to find if you if you change the format, right? This whole best, best, you know, out, you know, uh, sixteen teams. Maybe four years from that, from changing the format, now you're going to have a discussion of well, do we include uh, two playing games? You know, so therefore you have a total of eight of eight of eighteen teams. You know, so this thing mm-hmm. is going to start becoming bigger yeah. than what it should be. So are you? I mean, is, is the NBA going to be willing to to change change to that format as well? Because then you're going to have the two teams sitting on the outside saying, well, hell, I got an argument because I beat uh, teams one through eight. And other teams say, well, I beat uh, the number one seeded team, you know, four times, whoever that is, you know. So it, 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 becomes, it becomes a mess. But, Chris, go ahead. Because I know, I know you no, no. got some good no, points no, to no, make no, about no, as well. Honestly, that makes sense. I hear both of you guys say that. I, I didn't think of it from that standpoint. I guess the only thing I have to say in, in argument is that traditions, to me, I understand you hold near and dear to traditions for sure. But I still believe that change can happen. The NHL is the only damn sport out of the four that turns around and says the, West, the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference is absolutely in reverse in, in the NHL than any other sport. I mean, hell, they don't even have that in MLB. They have the American League and the National League. So, again, mm-hmm. 
you, you, and you have divisions. So again, you can still somehow separate east to west and somehow get competitive basketball when competitive basketball matters the most. Viewing That's why the down, Wings hasn't won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> exactly. They moved to the Eastern Conference. But again, when you look at when you look at the landscape of the NBA, I think it's safe to say, gentlemen, that the playoffs, when the playoffs starts, everybody can just say flat out, I'll see you in June. We already know who's going to be there. We're not rooting for an underdog story as much as we want to. But when you get a 16C playoff structure that we could potentially have, when you have a Cleveland team going against an underdog like Denver in the first round or Boston versus Portland in the first round, when you get matchups like that, you're kind of interested in seeing that because they only played twice in the regular season. So now they're about to play in a seven-game series. That, to me, leads to great entertainment. If I'm a businessman I'm trying to make money, that's what I care about. I can care about nothing else. Let's put it all out there. Let's put it in the ball. Let's put it in the vacuum. And let's let the best team win. Mm-hmm. I know you don't agree with it, but that's okay. I'm good. No, I, mean, I, I hear you. I mean, you know what, Ellis? I, I respect you because when it comes to basketball, you're like, everybody just needs to step their damn game up. But in the NFL, I don't ever hear you talk about other teams like in the AFC, they need just to step their game up because Pittsburgh and New England are forever in the damn playoffs and the Super Bowl. But it ain't about, we, I never hear you mention any of that. I mean, it's less games, though, Davis. So, I mean, it's in that in that playing field, I get how, you know, give or take, you might you might get a little seven and nine team in there. They can still do some damage. You know, you only play sixteen games. You know, so it's like, and you got you got uh, you got a representative from each conference that really holds true to the values of that that conference. And on top of that, out of those sixteen games, you're gonna see. Six of your games is going to be from people that you that's in your conference. So those six games is going to be crucial, and you having an opportunity to be able to get to, to the next playing field. So it's, it's just different. So I can't, I can't really have that argument hey. because there's every game really truly matters in the NFL. Like the NBA, these games, there's too many of them being played. And that being said, like it's I, I think there's manipulation in the NBA players, and honestly, they're not giving their their best their best effort, or they're not putting the best product out there. You know, maybe right. it's the length of their season or what, but, I mean, I don't know. It's just step your game up. Step your game up and, and be competitive because I, I don't feel like they're going out there doing that every night. Okay. If you, go with the 16 teams, if you go with the 16 teams, how about with the first round, you go back to the, the best of five series. And then for there your you second go. and third round, and, it, and, it, and, for, and for the championship, you know, but with, you know how it used to be where you pay – uh, play best of seven, but that first round make it best of five. I'm you might need that. to do that just to speed it up. I mean, if I think that if it was at one point where the talent was actually there was talent there from top to bottom, so of course you know making it a seven game series made more sense because you know literally there was teams in the first round that was going to seven games. That's not happening anymore. You putting you know LeBron's getting four games in real quick and he's off for two weeks. You know, because you got these trash teams just taking up space down there. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if this, the, the the talent thing was the reason why they they changed the format from five to seven the first round. 
I um, I thought it was because you had you you no, had they, teams that were more equally matched, and it's like let's make some more money since they're well if they're equally it, matched. It was it was, it was it was it was definitely about making more money and viewership. But I, don't, I would I don't think the talent level had anything to do with it because again, I mean we're watching for example who like Cleveland. Let's just say Cleveland and Atlanta. I mean first round. Mm-hmm. I mean hell, mm-hmm. why even watch because we know Atlanta is going to sweep. Get, get swept. Excuse me. So I think if you're going to do this thing where you just have the best the best 16 teams in the league, why not first round to make it more intriguing? Let's do let's do a best of five, and then right. after that you go with best of seven. Well, what's interesting, gentlemen? I don't know if you guys know it, but the NBA and the the WNBA obviously, you know they they are you know brother sister um, organizations, if you would. If, let's just call it that. But they sample a lot of the things that they that we see, rule changes and all these interesting things that we see in the NBA now. They sample a lot of these things in the WNBA. The WNBA actually has already adopted this philosophy. They don't have the conference play when it comes to playoffs. They have the top eight teams, and then they play it out. So watching how they do it, the NBA might get interested. They might go to it. And who says? They can just go right back to it. I mean, they – we could see things change. I'm just saying right now, I would watch Cleveland versus Denver, Portland versus Boston before I see the eighth seed of the East go against the first seed in the East right now because that is going to be a sweep. I'm just saying that's a more intriguing first round than what we got coming up if the playoffs were to start right now. I hear you. Six four six 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 eight two one eight two is the number. We got two callers in. Let's get them in. Uh, running a little bit behind time, but great discussion, man. NBA full swing, a lot of emotion already. Six one nine two, you're on with the team. Six one nine. Hello. 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 Yes. Hey, this is Mad Mike, man. Mad Mike from BFF Sports. Chris, we talked to you last. Uh, this past Sunday. Hey, what's up, man? How you feeling? What's going on, man? Man, y'all got nah, a little uh, good discussion. Uh, good discussion going on, man. Well, you know what? If we oh, were yeah. to have the same discussion that we had on Sunday, yeah. it'd be even more impassioned. Yeah, I'm not going to hey, yeah, you and Phil had. <laughs> yeah, I, you I, and Phil I, was going I, at it, man. It's, it's, I, I just sat have... back and just let y'all do y'all thing, man. I love, I enjoyed every bit of it. So what's your Appreciate position? That. On, on, I guess, either of the topics Because you got Ellis that's like Don't touch my dunk contest It's special to me I love that I, I, I bow down to that event Where me and TV are like changing. <laughs> Where me and TV are like Change it up a little bit, man I mean, add some, add some flair to it where, where do you stand on that? Well, let, let me say this This is um, First of all, I come from a family My first love Is basketball my first love is basketball. I love basketball, and my brother played basketball. Both of my brothers played basketball, and grew up watching Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, all these guys in the nineties and eighties. And you have guys today, LeBron James, the rules changed, and one of the reasons why I stopped watching basketball as much is. Just guys don't seem to care anymore. You have all this money that's involved. Money, guys, 
like LeBron James, who are more interested in his brand, his personal brand, than basketball as a whole. I, I feel like they don't really care for the game as much as they're trying to get as much out of the game to create their own brand outside. Now, I love guys, you know, I never disrespect or uh, disrespect a guy for going, you know, making his money, making money. But ultimately for me, I love, you know, a Michael Jordan, a Kobe Bryant, these guys who love the game for what it's worth, not trying personally, you know, trying to get as much money as much, you know, as much money they can get out out of the game. And one reason why I stopped watching basketball is I feel like guys just don't give a damn anymore. They really don't give a damn about it. They don't give a damn about the sport. And, you know, this is the reason why you have guys like, you know, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, all these guys on one team. It's just, it just, it's for me, it's just not as exciting. And as far as you going for the, the dunk contest, it's just, guys just don't care. They mm-hmm. just don't care about it. They just don't care. It's not that they don't have any, you know, uh, the athleticism and, you know, guys not as creative. They just don't give a damn anymore. And it, you can see it, you can watch it. The play of uh, the play of the game. You know, you see LeBron James. They taking off, and last year uh, when they was, you know, they was playing Memphis. LeBron James, Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving, they all set out the game. Now, tell me when in history has that ever happened? You have three superstars on one team. These guys are ambassadors for the game. People pay money to see these guys, and they're sitting out. Sitting out. This is not for the fans. It's not for the fans. As much as we like to think, you know, it's about the fans. It's not about us. It's about the players. Players and the owners making as much money as they want. That's the reason why I don't watch basketball as much, you know, I used to. And this as is coming much, from a person that absolutely, yes, as much as no, I used I was to. Say, I, as much as I enjoy that whole soliloquy, the fact that you agree with Mr. Ellis pisses me thank off. You. So <laughs> I think I'm just gonna end I, I the call now. No, you good. <laughs> I mean, no, TV. He has a point though, right? I mean, I, I don't think there's a disagreement that that we're pissed off that the players don't take this as serious. I think we're all pissed off that there's a lot of super teams out here, but I still right. think that there's entertainment along with it. I think Paul George right now yes, is playing the best different. basketball since December. It's different and current. He's he's balling out better than any other player right now since the month of December to current. I think there's storylines that you can find, but it's hard because LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers always dominate every damn storyline. It's kind of secret. That's right. But who follows that? That's not LeBron James' fault. As much as I can't stand LeBron James, okay? I do not like the guy. I don't like him. I don't like the LeBron. I don't like his hairline. I don't like the way he plays. I don't like anything about LeBron James, okay? His, his hairline? The fact of the matter, I'm a traditionalist, man. I'm a traditionalist. I want my game to stay the way it is. You want I hairline want something different. <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like the way 
tradition is, and and I gotta agree with LeBron James, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but he's absolutely right. The only reason why I think people are, you know, even bringing up this is because the game is dull because because of the way these super teams players, you know, they they are best friends right now, off the court, on the court, they smiling, having fun, you know, it's it's just. It's just sickening for me. Basketball well, no, NBA well, is just sickening well, well, for it's me. Nothing, it's nothing wrong having fun. Let's 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 remember now. I mean, if you're not having if you're not having fun in what you like, what you you know love doing, that's a problem. So having fun is not the issue. And as far as like the whole super team thing, I mean, LeBron's not the first one to to do this whole super team thing. I mean, oh, we going here now. I mean, it's, but <laughs> it's going there now. But it's but it's what well, I will though. say. I don't even think it's like uh, as much as there's a couple super teams floating out there. Uh, uh, realistically, it's to, to a point with the gentleman is saying, dudes are not passionate about the game. You got dudes right. that's severely overpaid right now. I'm not even trying to be a hater. You know what I'm saying? I've watched Timothy Moskov get eighty million dollars, and he's not even the NBA right now. Like average two right. points a game, and and, and and literally, like that's. It's to a point where the players have these agendas is to get paid, which has always has been the agenda. But people Absolutely. are getting paid that are not people are getting paid that are not packaging the the skill set, the consistency, Absolutely. and the heart and love of the game. That's not being packaged in there with with, with the the paycheck that they're cashing in on. And right. that's where I'm yeah. coming from. Dudes rather be yeah. rather be out here drunk and partying it up on All Star Weekend, which is fine. <laughs> that can happen afterwards. Right. But dudes not even thinking enough to put put forth their best. Talent and showcase effort the best in. people yeah. and effort for literally an hour event. They're, they don't care to do so. Which so is bring to a point to... we're not worth saying. Let's let's bring in some guys that are hungry. Well, hell, if y'all, if y'all feel it. that way, if y'all if y'all feel that way, then why do y'all feel watch there? Right. So I know y'all feel the way y'all feel about players not, you know, giving it their all and playing with you know with injuries that we are unknown, uh, unaware of. Then why still why still watch why still support the product? Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. That's 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 it, man. That's fair. I mean, I, I don't. mean, why 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 subscribe to NBA TV? You know, every time you go to Yahoo Sports, I mean, you're giving the NBA hits. Every time you go to an NBA article, you're giving the NBA you're giving the NBA dot com hits. So, mm-hmm. you know, with that being said, and, and, and I think it's a fair question. You know, hey, if a product is terrible, don't support it. I mean, and I don't want to talk about alliance, but I mean. At a time when the lines are terrible, people are going to the games. They say, you know what, if the product changes, we're not going to the games. There's if the Lions reference the Pistons, right? <laughs> Even though the Pistons aren't really where the Pistons need to be or where they're going to be, where they're going, going to be back to be. But at one point, you know, the Pistons were, were, were crappy in the mid, not mid 2000s, but late 2000s. Well, you know yeah. what, I know yeah. people weren't going to the games. So, no, it's, it's, you're right, TV. I, I, I can only answer that and say that. There is a you know there's a select few people in the NBA that I still want to watch. Like when Kobe was in there, I don't care what's going on. You put a Kobe Bryant game on, I, I'm, I'm gonna turn the TV on to see Kobe. Right. I'm turning it on to see what he's gonna do, to see his competitive nature, and I'm cool with that. Right now, a team that really that I enjoy, and I don't care what I, I enjoy Golden State. I enjoy the fluidity. I enjoy the, the brotherhood that they have, the teamwork that they that they showcase, the, the fraternity, they defense, they're explosive on offense, and <laughs> Besides the rent coming in there, these are all homegrown products pretty much. They just pretty much worked on their craft, and I, I, I enjoy watching them. 
So it's not it's not every player that's not showcasing effort. Effort. It's just a certain like. Well, and we're grown here. So what 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 particular player you fellas think isn't really uh, mm. showcasing mm. or putting forth that effort? Mm. You want me to name one? Yeah. If 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 why it's not? A bunch of them. It's a bunch okay, of them. Okay, name them. Just, yeah, just, just give me, just, mm. just give us a name. Just give us a name. Who do you think is like? Like, just give us a name. Uh, Carmelo Anthony. You want me to keep going? You don't think he's giving? Yeah. You don't think he's giving full effort? You don't think he's, you don't think he's giving effort with OKC? I think he's just run out. I think he. I don't think he works for that team. I, I said it on Sunday. I'll say it tonight. Mm. I said it to you guys on Thursday. Carmelo Anthony needs to come off the bench. Flat out, bottom line. If he comes off the bench, you'll see a completely different Carmelo Anthony. He is not a starter at this point of his career or on this team with OKC. Maybe another team he could be a starter and give you 20-plus, but he ain't giving you that at OKC. Not happening. So I disagree with that. Absolutely. I disagree with that. I disagree with that. You have to come a little better than Carmelo Anthony. Okay, I mean, I, it's a bunch of you want me. You want me? Let's go. Uh, okay, yes, Derrick give, Rose. Give me five names, man. Five names. Derrick I was going to say that's fair. At least, at least he was able. To, okay, Derrick Rose, who's Derrick much Rose. like when telling his career. But okay. Yep. Uh, Reggie Jackson. <laughs> Reggie yeah, Jackson. I said it. Uh, you just you just don't <laughs> like Reggie. Yeah, you just don't like Reggie. Let's talk about Reggie. Come on, man. I don't, don't want to get into it. We can I talk about it. Three more teams. Three, three more guys. Three more guys. You want okay? Uh, oh, LeBron Tristan James. Thomas. Who was it? Tristan Thomas. Uh, was, was that center? The center on uh, the Cavaliers. Kardashian's oh, boy. Car- okay, oh, Tristan gosh. Kardashian. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> who else we got out there floating around right now? Uh, I don't know, man. Zizanakis. You made the statement. I, I took uh, Wild Ding. Damn, he's still in the league? Yeah, he's still exactly. in the league. He played for yeah. Minnesota. He plays for Minnesota. Wow. I'm just saying. You got okay, Cassius one more name. One more name. Don't be dodging. Timothy, one more name. Timothy Mosgall. <laughs> he's not even a starter. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening right now? He's getting paid for it. He's getting Listen, paid for Okay, so he's getting paid. Blame the Lakers on that one. Blame the Lakers on that one. You're telling me. Out of the everyone that's playing in the league and all the teams that are around, you're telling me those five guys have soiled the game that much where you feel that way about this league? No, it's those more than that. Uh, I, I'll throw out there. I'll throw out there. Uh, let's throw. Let's throw LeBron in there. Now I love LeBron, and y'all gonna beat up on me, but absolutely, y'all, y'all can't absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the dude takes. I mean, and I get it. He's played. He got. He got miles on him, so I don't really. It's tough for me to really put him out there, but he, he been in, like you said, he's in every playoffs, every championship, but just sitting out for no reason. You know, actually, you know what? I'll put Kyrie Irving in. Let's, let's take the Brown out. Let's put Kyrie Irving out there. Stop. Put Kyrie out there. Stop. You're not even – stop, Ellis. We're, we're at the tail end of the show. If this would have came up beforehand, then we would argue. The fact that you brought – come on, man. Like, that don't even make any what? sense, bro. That, no, I can't do this, man. You can't do it. I'm telling you, man. Dudes is out there, man. Just not not giving a day off, bro. That's all I'm saying. That's all you I'm saying. You know what? That I don't think that was the question. The question was, 
guys that okay, you feel has soiled the brand, and you just said LeBron James and Kyrie Irving, two of the biggest stars in the game. So I don't either. You trying to change the narrative on us, as you, you would say? Soiled the brand. Okay. Okay. Yes, so that's, okay, that's what TV's question was. You just said all these negative things. Well, and why hold on, hold on. My, qu- my, question, my question, my question was name some guys who you, who you think don't don't play hard. Yeah, that's what I thought I heard. Effort. Now, far as that's now what far I thought I heard. The brand, that, no, that that wasn't part of the question. Okay, well, fine. Thank you, Chris, for being honest. But the Chris's point, but the Chris's point is just kind of hard. That those so Taylor's name was six, six, eight players. Seven. He said seven. He gave him seven players, <laughs> including LeBron and, and Kyrie Irving. You know, which yeah, I, gave, I, gave, I gave you I players. Mean, that, I gave you some. I gave you overplayed players too, though. You know what I'm saying? If you want me to you go with, like, you gave you gave you gave some players that's kind of like on on that on the, on the end. I would say pretty much on the end of their career or past their prime. This clown said LeBron James and Kyrie Irving. Uh, yeah. I've, I've I've watched them. Yes. I've watched them lose control of their team. I've wa- I've watched them sit out games that they have no reason to sit out on at the same time. Like so, yeah, I'm not picking that back. Hey, I've seen Kobe do absolutely the same thing. The only thing I didn't see Kobe do was take a night off. I I will admit that. But I've seen Kobe lose control of a team. I've seen I've seen Kobe absolutely just go. You know what? I'm good. I've seen that. So don't sit here and try to point the finger at LeBron and Kyrie. I ain't never, I ain't boy, never seen Kobe boy did take a, I ain't never so, seen Kobe take a night off. And yes, I watched Kobe. I agree I've, with I've that. Watched Kobe. Oh, hear me out. I've watched Kobe potentially maybe be like, you know what? If you don't want to play basketball, then effort. That's what we about to I look like tonight. The, I just said that. No. That's different though. That's because he's passionate about playing basketball to the highest level. And if you're not going to play at that level, why should I? You know wow. what I'm saying? That's different than dudes. That's different than dudes just literally showing up, biting their nails and chuckling on the bench, yeah. chilling. Like that's a completely <laughs> different situation. So then, so then you might as well throw Steph Curry out there, Kyrie, uh, with with your boy, uh, um, the other one, the Splash. Throw all the Splash brothers on Cody, there. Throw Cody Tom, man, they up thirty, man. They up thirty. They up thirty when they gigging and laughing on the sideline. No, 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 because last season. When they had a big game against the Spurs, they were sitting on the sideline chilling. All of them. Against the Spurs. Yes. Marquee okay. game. They sat the entire starting lineup of Golden State. So are are you going to throw yeah, them no, on the I, list too? I, I, no. Yeah, you can throw them on the list. That's what I'm saying. Oh, That's my God. Uh, this, this conversation. No. The has to fix that. That's why I feel the way I feel. And they're fixing it. That, you know what? All right, man. So we're, so we're looking at. So we're looking at. So we're looking at uh, over pretty much close to maybe four or five percent of the NBA players in the league that has <laughs> this league. That's that's okay. Yes, that's that's a, yeah. that's a very that's a small percent. That's a very very small percentage. Right. Oh, and to TV and to Ellis's point a couple of weeks ago, fan base is, is higher than it ever been in, in the NBA history right now. So. You know, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Hey, I mean, it is. Hey, it is. Right, it is. I'm tuned in. But at that time, I'm tuned in already. But that small percentage is saying otherwise for some some reason, though. But that's to you, though. That's to you. That's that's to you, though. So everybody may not feel the same way. So that's fair. Everybody may not feel the same. 
We need more time with this conversation. I'm not being facetious. I mean, real talk. As I'm saying, look, these are some of the players that you know that I feel like are not putting forth the effort. That's fair. Blake Griffin, now, yes. LeBron James, now the LeBron James and the Kyrie. I don't, I don't, I don't know about that one, man. James Harden. I, I mean, no. If he's gonna throw LeBron and Kyrie in there, then might as well James Harden, Chris Paul, yeah, you could do that. Blake Griffin. Um, who's some other stars? Andre Drummond. Yeah, you could throw all of them out there. They, these dudes <laughs> making millions and millions and millions of dollars, and and don't barely play defense, can't hit a free throw, and take nights off. Every, you know, Kyrie, every game. Like, I mean, Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> I mean, nah, don't don't do that to Kawhi. Kawhi no, Kawhi, no, no, Kawhi also you put, was. You got to put, you put Kawhi in there. Yep, Kawhi is completely tanked this season. Oh, man, you got to completely tanked this season. Yep, go ahead and throw your boy Kawhi in there. You don't want to do it? I'll do he it. Got, I love oh, Kawhi, but he's completely tanked this season. Yeah. Throw him in there. That's fine. That's fine. This is, right. this is a throw in sickening there. conversation. I can't even believe you even – I can't. Joke him no. Uh, joke him no is on drugs. I mean, he doesn't <laughs> – Damn. <laughs> wow. He is. But Griff did call in, gentlemen. Just to let you guys know, McGriff did call in. I tried multiple times getting him in, and Uh-oh. each time there was an Uh-oh. echo. I, I, I even put Uh-oh. it in the text message. So I'm just letting Uh-oh. it be known. As soon as I saw his number, I, I hit the, the red button. He must be, he must be, uh, <laughs> he must be driving to the swamp of Florida, man. That's how he gets uh, <laughs> connection, man. I'm just saying, <laughs> when y'all heard that loud noise, that was him driving. I'm just letting y'all know I tried to get <laughs> Multiple oh, that boy is out, out back hunting deer then. So we are running out of time But I do want to do our rapid fire Because we got just enough time to get through rapid fire So let that carry us through the rest of the show So we got some questions here Both NBA and NFL I'll throw some other stuff in there real fast as well We'll just start it off by doing this Mark Cuban Will he still be the owner Of the Mavericks After this season with everything That is surrounding him Gentlemen Go. Yes or no? Absolutely. Is here? Yeah, absolutely, man. It's uh, you got work to do, but yeah, I I, I don't foresee yes his no. uh, ownership. He said yes or no. He said yes or no. I I did yeah, say yes or no, but I, I did say yes or no. It's I appreciate it though, Ellis. Thank you. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I don't even know what is going on, on man. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard is Kawhi Leonard is a spur next season, gentlemen. Yes or no? Absolutely. Yes. He still yes. Okay. All right. All signs are pointing. Oh, let's go to the NFL. Uh, Brian Cushing was released from the Houston Texans. For those who don't know. One of the best linebackers in the league, however, was popped multiple times for drug use, suspended 10 games last season. The, tight, the Texans said, get him out of there. Gentlemen, because we're here in Detroit, should Detroit take him or should any team take him? Should they run the risk? Yes or no? Absolutely yeah. not. Uh, no. Certain organizations, Patriots should pick him up. <laughs> oh, they don't the count. Patriots. They don't count. Wow. TV, what do you think? No. They sh- uh no. This man has a history of being injured, so no. No. Okay. All signs are pointing to Case Keenum. 
to lead the Minnesota Vikings in the 2018 season. Who should be their backup quarterback? Is it Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Bradford, or other? I'm going to go Bridgewater, man. I'm okay. I, I'm just gonna say I don't care. Like those not my favorite players, so uh, I really don't care to be honest. Damn. All right. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. I want Case Keenum. I mean, man. Case Keenum is the starter. Like, uh, just give me somebody else. Okay. I want to see Teddy come back and, and, and be successful. We already can, know can, uh, Sam Bradford can, is Mr. Glass. Can TV give his answer finally, please? <laughs> Go ahead, TV. I think the floor is open now, bro. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Uh, Case Keenum should uh, remain the starter. He's out of hands. He's the one that led him to one of the best records. So, Case Keenum. But but who's the backup? That that was the, the oh who's the, the backup? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Sam Sam Bradford. Just make Sam Bradford the uh, backup. Wow. Yeah, he can barely walk anyway, so he's probably good on the on Get the Teddy bench. out of there. According to other players, the Patriots were aware that Malcolm Butler was not going to play at all, all week long. Does this change the narrative to Ellis' point about him and that game overall in the Super Bowl? No. No. (laughs) I mean, I really don't care about the Patriots. like. TV, was that Airline's a no from you as well? Anyway. Uh, I couldn't hear you, Chris. What you say? I said, was that a no from you as well? Uh, it would be a no from me as well. doesn't change the story at all. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Good show, gentlemen. I, You know, I... This was... <laughs> I don't, Honestly, I that was... I did not expect the dunk contest to dominate the entire show, but that was a good show. I guess last question... Who is the team to watch in the NBA right now? What is the team that needs to make the, the biggest push in the second half? Uh, biggest team to watch out for is Houston Rockets. They uh, they seem legit, and they're an explosive offensive team, and that's the name of the game right now. Um, I think the team that needs to make the biggest push at this point in time is the Warriors. Um, has had a lot of injuries, a lot of a lot of inconsistencies, and the only thing that they have the advantage of is that they're they're familiar with one another. So they got to showcase that now and get back into uh, get back into the, the right form going into the playoffs. All right, appreciate that. Team to watch, gentlemen. Team to watch. Uh, I have to say Toronto. I know everybody can probably laugh at that. But I just think these guys have. <laughs> I think these guys, especially with the new uh, team that LeBron has now, I'm not sure these guys are ready for the playoffs. I mean, LeBron will be ready. We know that for a fact. But I'm not sure these guys are battle tested. And um, yeah. Okay. Fair you enough. see Kyle Lowry ready? <laughs> you already know how I feel about them Toronto Raptors, so I, you know, you already know how I feel about them, Mister Ellis. You already know. TV, you get I the final you. word on this, my G. Um, team to watch out for Donovan Mitchell and the Utah Jazz. Team that need to make a big make a big push. It will be the remaining the uh, Eastern Conference champions, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. I am shocked that neither one of you guys mentioned the Northwest. 
outside of TV. <laughs> Minnesota. Yeah. I thought somebody yeah. was going to say Minnesota, but oh well. Thanks for everybody that called in tonight on the show. Yes, we appreciate new callers. We appreciate old callers. McGriff will get you on here next week. Hopefully, you're not driving through a wind tunnel next time. And um, Ooh, yeah. that was, man, yeah. Was that a vortex or was it just a tunnel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the vortex is a higher velocity, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Ellis higher velocity. Yeah, let's know the difference. <laughs> yeah, man. So that boy got God vortex in deadly. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> six they make six, you smile six, more, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. That's an accurate statement. Accurate statement, my yeah. G. Good show, gentlemen. We will catch everybody next week on FT Sports Podcast. Have a good night, everybody. Peace.